William Becknell was a trader from the town of Franklin, Missouri. He was returning home from an expedition to Santa Fe at the end of 1821 when he dumped a bunch of money onto the sidewalks of his town. He wanted to show the success of his ventures at Santa Fe to the people of Franklin, Missouri to help them realize the potential of what the West had to hold. Many of the people of the Midwest did not want to travel because previous expeditions had their goods confiscated by Spanish officials and the trappers were then incarcerated. Mexican independence in 1821 meant that Americans could now safely cross over the border without facing angry government officials. Instead, they would be greeted by the citizens of Mexico who wanted to buy the goods that the trappers had to sell. This would eventually make the American Fur Company, who were very interested in the trappings, leave the Midwest and head to other territories that had previously been off-limits to American trappers. This is The Nature of Illinois, Environmental Stories of the Prairie State, produced by the Department of History at Eastern Illinois University. I am Shelby Hummel, and this episode is titled The American Fur Company Goes West. In this podcast, we'll be looking into the environmental side of fur trading, specifically looking at why the American Fur Company left Chicago. The story of William Becknell is just one of the many traders that would head west in search of furs. The American Fur Company paid men to move west around the mid-1800s into new territory to start hunting and trapping in the newly bought land. However, it wasn't just because there was new land that made the fur trade head west. The depletion of beavers in the Midwest also forced fur companies to travel to find new sources of beaver and other animals. When the fur trade started in America, the beaver was the most dominant fur to trade. The beaver was already starting to be a rare species in the Midwest, and now with more trapping, it was starting to become extinct. Trapping was just one of the issues that animals had to face. Waves of settlers moved into the region. They chopped forests, drained swamps, dammed rivers, all of which destroyed the beaver habitat. There had previously been no agriculture production west of Lake Michigan that allowed more than just the residents to be supplied. Some might think that animals, such as the beaver, would start to come around more after the switch from trapping to agriculture. They were no longer being targeted for their furs. However, that isn't the case as the start of agriculture in Illinois destroyed the habitats of the animals. The new farmers would clear land to make room for the fields of crops and domestic animals, further destroying the habitats of beavers and other animals being trapped for their furs. Around the time of the settlers moving into the Chicago area, Chicago was a major exportation port, and at that time there wasn't anything to export but furs and pelts. That is, until 1833. In 1833, there was a sort of switch that seemed to happen in Illinois, especially in Chicago. Illinois had started to become an agricultural state and moved away from trapping. This switch may have helped humans with food production, but it seemingly continued to hurt the animals that had previously been trapped. Chicago was becoming a bustling place in the mid-1800s. Immigrants were starting to head west, and Chicago was starting to expand as they settled into the developing city. Because of the expansion of the city, fur trading was on the minds of immigrants. Grain was starting to become the main export of Chicago. January 1847 saw the Chicago mills boom. They had employed 30 men, and in turn, 
around 125,000 bushels of wheat and 10,000 bushels of corn, turning out 25,000 barrels of flour and 600,000 pounds of meal. At this time, most of the output was consumed by the city, and less than 2,000 barrels shipped to foreign markets. Chicago itself may not have been the ideal place for agriculture, but the areas surrounding it contained great places to plant wheat and corn. This meant that traders were either heading west or starting a new occupation of farming. Some farmers still trapped for themselves or their families, but it wasn't the big production it used to be. The American Fur Company realized this, and instead of having a failing company, moved west where they were more successful to find more fur. The transition of American Fur Company from Chicago to the West reveals environmental changes of Illinois. The rise of agriculture in the region demonstrated economic and demographic shifts that brought increased settlers seeking to transform forests and swamps into farmland for wheat and corn. The decline in fur-bearing animals in Illinois developed from two coinciding forces, the over-trapping of species to meet larger market demands as well as the destruction of habitat for agrarian purposes. Ultimately, the American Fur Company left Chicago and moved west, where fur-bearing animals were more plentiful and settlers had not yet destroyed the environments that beaver and other animals required to survive. This has been the Nature of Illinois, Environmental Stories of the Prairie State. This podcast series would not have been possible without the generous support of Andy Kugel at the Booth Library, as well as the Department of History at Eastern Illinois University.